here we are. Here we are. Episode four. Today we're talking about our favorite TV shows. Mm-hmm. I've been watching more with the pandemic. Definitely me too. I never used to watch TV shows. I was always a movie gal, I guess. Well, I was always a Savannah gal, but I was also always a movie gal. Just because, I don't know, we didn't have Netflix before the pandemic. Yeah, but you did have a favorite show that... Uh, oh yeah, well we had Amazon Prime because everyone has Amazon Prime. That's still my top show. I'm loyal, but we'll get to that when we when we talk about our lists. But um, the first show we ever watched was you was about Lost. Yeah, you said we should talk about Lost. Oh, I guess we should. Yeah, I mean it was kind of your initiation into TV shows. Yeah, TV why'd shows. we start watching that? I don't know why it just came on, and we just after everybody else. I don't yeah, know. I think we must have taken it out from the library or something. I must have been 12 years old watching that. That's, how, what's that rated? I have no idea. You. I, lost, <laughs> I lost interest in the show after a couple of seasons. I yeah, thought but, it got kind of silly. Yeah. Um, but you watched it till the end. The plot is people get stranded on an island because their plane crashes there. Right. And then it, it gets a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah, all kinds of strange like people, things Like, people were already on the island, I think. Yeah, I remember But they were part. hiding and... It was weird. Yeah. And, and then somebody won a lottery ticket. That people got off the island somehow. and The people, we, you were following some, like a group of people for the first half of the show. And then the other half of the plane also like crashed. And people from that half of the plane also survived. And okay, then they yeah. met together. And then I think there were even more people already on the island. Yeah, it got I, really weird. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff to follow. <laughs> Anyway, so that was the first show we watched. But there was also America's Got Talent. Oh, yeah. That's... We were really into that for a couple of years. Yeah, that was we fun. We followed that. Yeah, and that became a family kind of cultural Yeah, for thing. a few years. Well, not for Joey. Yeah. He, he... Well, the Eagles guy was on it. and Yeah, but he, he still... T- I remember it was an issue every summer where we wanted to watch America's Got Talent, but the All-Star game was on. Oh, yeah, and maybe for the All Star. It, it was like it was one week, but I was it's it, it was like the Oscars. Like I never got to watch my thing because Joey was always watching sports. Yeah, and he was the king of the TV. So <laughs> yeah, he anyway. liked his sports. That's for sure. Um, anyway, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're yeah. here to talk about our favorite shows in the past couple of years. I yeah. I took shows that I you know have watched recently. Yeah, so I haven't watched we both have lists. I just made mine ten minutes ago. You've been thinking about it for days. <laughs> That's not true. But you have. <laughs> I mean, I made it a while ago. I haven't. You, you been said you've been replaying this conversation in your head like six <laughs> times. Well, well, I enjoy these little conversations. So yeah. All right. Do you want to go to the top of your list? Tell yeah, everybody I'll go, what your I'll go. favorite show of all time is. So my favorite show of all time is Downton Abbey. I'm a loyal fan. I've watched it probably three times. There's six seasons. I remember how I was introduced to it. You guys were watching, like, the th- the third episode or something. Yeah. And I yeah, came probably. into your room. You were in bed watching, and I came into your room. It's on Amazon Prime, by the way. Um, and I came into your room, and I was like, what are you watching? Like, Because I used the bathroom in your room, so I was in your room every night. And you were, you guys were, you said... Oh, oh, it's a you. It's a show. You wouldn't like it. Yeah. And then I watched a few minutes with you guys, and I was like, ooh. And then I guess I was just started watching it on my own. Or 
Oh. Yeah, well, we watched it on PBS, of course, then. Right, right. It came on every week. Every like, Sunday, probably. Yeah, yeah and there, it was like the kind of show where there were no commercials. It was right. just soaking in a warm bath. We saw the premiere in the theater that one year. Well, that that was a movie. They made a Downton movie. Yeah, no, but not the movie. The premiere. Remember when in uh, oh, Alice with Man? Mrs. Blankenship, we we, went to we the saw pre- my piano teacher. Yeah, we saw a lot of people. There were you were like the youngest person there by, by fifty years. Yeah, because <laughs> I was eleven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what is it about so, that show so that the, you like so well, much? Well, we we haven't talked about the plot yet. Um, so the plot of Downton Abbey is it, it follows a wealthy family. They're aristocratic, right? Mm-hmm. Aristocratic family in 20th century, or earliest 20th century England. Mm-hmm. And it starts with the Titanic, and that that's the first big event. And then it goes into the First World War. And then it and then later seasons, it's like the Roaring Twenties, kind of. Did the Roaring Twenties happen in England? Sure. And it follows them, and they have three daughters, and they, like, need to marry them off, and they need to keep the estate's money. Um, yeah. And then there's a whole dynamic between the upstairs and the downstairs, right. like, the family and the servants. And I I like the servants, and I think they treat the servants pretty well. Like, they're, they're friends with their servants, if you know what I mean. Well, sure, I'm not sure that's so... Uh, realistic. Tr- realistic yeah. to what actually happened back then. But uh, yeah, yeah. Does, there is a warm and fuzzy feeling between upstairs and yeah. downstairs. Um, um, I feel like most people know about Downton Abbey, but I guess I could be wrong. That Well, I've... A lot of my... Well, not a lot of my friends, because I don't have a lot of friends, but... <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've sent my, this podcast to some of my friends, and I don't think most... Like, they've heard of it, but they don't really know what it is. Right. It's mostly middle-aged women, I think. Okay. Yeah, what, what, what is it about the show, the show at Downton Abbey, that appeals to you so much? So, I... You probably know this about me, but I'm, like, fascinated by the rich. Mm. You know, it's so interesting to... Like, even, like, rich, rich people around here, I'm just... I always want to see their house. I guess everyone does. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know, I'm just... I'm so interested. And so they are a very wealthy family. I mean, it's the kind of show where, uh, in my opinion, there aren't really bad people in the show, per se. There are some... Some of the people, servants have... Yeah, some, some of the people do, but there's not, like, hardcore, you know, really nasty stuff. Right. It's mostly reasonable people trying to grapple with little moral dilemmas. Right, you know, and... I a lot of the a lot of the shows on my list are British. I guess yeah. I just like British dramas. I mean, for me, you know, for me, I I got tired of the show, but I think one person makes the show. Right, Maggie and when, Smith. And when she it. decided to retire, that was that was the end of the show. Like every time she was on the well, and then in the movie, fun happened. yeah, yeah. What is a weekend? Yeah, <laughs> but in the movie, the one of the last scenes is her talking to Mary. Yeah, and she's like. I'll be okay because she was getting really old in yeah, the she show. Was at least in, in the show, she was yeah. diagnosed with something. Yeah, and yeah. it was really emotional and sweet. Yeah. What's your number one? Do you, can you guess my number one? You, if you thought about it, is it, it. recent? It, it well, I watched it recent. Yeah, is it, it Lupin? No, you probably forget that I was so wrapped up in this show, but it's only a one-season show, Mrs. America. Oh yeah, you loved that I, show. Yeah. I did. I had. I had, I watched. It got went for eight episodes, I think, and I, 
Yeah, I watched them pretty quickly. So that one's on Hulu. Yes, there's something about that show that just took me back to the 70s. Yeah, so what's it about? Um, well, it's about uh, Phyllis Schlafly, basically. She is Mrs. America. Do you know who Phyllis Schlafly is? I've never heard of her. So she is a woman that is in the very conservative political movement. She had like four or five kids, and her husband was a lawyer, but she was also in the conservative political movement. And basically, she created a movement to derail the, uh, the ERA coming a law. What's the ERA? Equal Rights Amendment for Women. Oh, she was against that. Yeah, she oh. she and she campaigned fiercely against it, and most people would say she was one of the reasons why it was never ratified by all the states. Uh, and she was on TV shows, and she mobilized a whole group of housewives to. Why were they against it? Because they they had a conservative viewpoint on the role of women. And one, one of their arguments was that if the ERA passed, then women would be drafted for the war, just like men, because it was an mm. equal rights. And so, every, right. you know, women and men would be treated totally equally. Were, were women allowed to be in the army? Yeah, they were. Um, but they, they weren't allowed to be in combat. They weren't allowed to be oh, okay. in combat for a long time. You know, it focused on her and other people in the women's movement that were on the other side. Um, yeah. Like Gertrude Stein and Bella Abzug. And just really colorful characters. And it's just... I just remember... I was a child when all this happened. And I just... I, I remember the adults talking about it, and you know, you know, mm. my my mother's and her sisters and her whole cohorts were probably more for on the Phyllis Schlafly yeah. side, more against the actual ratification but, of the ERA. But they, how did your mother support herself? I I don't know. She she's not exactly a tradi- She wasn't exactly a traditional housewife, was she? But she, I guess she tried to stay one. Well, yeah, I, yeah. My my father died when I was pretty young. Uh, up until then, she was. I mean, she she had a job when she got married, and she kept her job, and she had to leave her job when she got pregnant. She worked in downtown Philadelphia for an insurance company. She was a secretary. Yeah, basically, well, a file clerk or something. What else would she be? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I remember you saying that because it wouldn't yeah. look good. Yeah, like, it, it was just an image. It was just an image, right? Yeah, yeah. all the yeah. women had to, yeah, look slender, I guess. So yeah, and and she said she told me she was happy. She was just to finally, you know, not have to work anymore. To just, I mean, yeah, it'd be nice. I, I guess I, you know, I enjoy. Well, yeah, you, myself. You, yeah, you love but, your work. I mean, what did she, she think of you getting a PhD? Well, she was very proud of me. I mean, you know, she yeah, she was very proud of me that, you know, she wanted me to get married too, I think, but you know, she she accepted the modern world. She she still had held on to her viewpoints though. Anyway, this show took me back to that time and talking about Phyllis Schlafly and kind of and Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I think in it is oh, in it she because was she in was it? active. She started becoming active in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So they dramatized her. So okay. your number 2. Well, my number two, I, Downton Abbey's one, and then the rest of the list is kind of mumbo jumbo, like right. you know. Yeah, they're, anyway, they're pretty far so, away from Downton Abbey. Yeah, so number two is The Crown. 
Oh, right. Which is another British... It's a British rich family, but it's the royal family. Now, I feel like a lot of people know about the crown. Oh, definitely. Well, so I watched the first episode right when it came out, I guess, and I was so bored I couldn't get through it. Yeah, I remember. I was bored by the first episode. Yeah. And then Diana's season came out, and everyone online was was raving over Diana's season, and... People were saying, if you don't have to watch the first three seasons, just watch Diana's season. Right. And I, I I can't do that. I just want to watch the whole show. So I started again over winter break. The first season, it definitely is the most boring. Mm-hmm. But once it gets into dramatizing Elizabeth and Philip, and right. they're, they're like the second season. And then the third season, Charles comes in and he's, you know... No one likes him, so he's fun to watch. <laughs> and, and then Diana comes in, in the fourth season. So that's that's fun to watch. And then it, that's especially fun because it's nonfiction, or it's, at least it's based on nonfiction, so you can look up the events that mm-hmm. happened. And, you know, Margaret was uh, a, a main character. And, and yeah, she, she was has a really sad story, I thought. Because she was in love with yeah. one of the servants. And they didn't let... Oh, well, he was married. And they didn't let him divorce. Or they didn't let... Yeah, that was sad. Yeah. But she was just a pretty... that The actress who played her is just pretty. So it was fun to watch. I thought Bellatrix Lestrange played her. In the third and fourth season. Well, uh, something about that show is the whole cast changed changed after the second season. Because they went... They did the 50s, the 60s. It's basically a decade a season. Right. So, and I think they're coming out with a fifth season. I can't imagine. I mean, the royal, you know, think, they're going to catch up to them. Themselves. No, I think Kate might be introduced. Oh, really? I think they might be going to six seasons. I wonder if they have the you know blessing of the actual family. Well, in, in Harry and Meghan's interview with Oprah, um, Harry said something like, I, I approve of that more than the press commenting on our actual lives because that is only based on the truth. It's not the actual truth. But Harry and Meghan's relationship with the press is a whole podcast, (laughs) you know. But anyway. Well, you're obsessed with that. I am. I'm not sure I could comment much on on them. I watched some of the interview. My number two, I mentioned it before. My number two, I'm going to put The Good Place. Oh, yeah. Since I did binge watch it and I really enjoyed it. Um, So The Good Place is about... A woman who dies, a young woman who's a you know the famous actress Kristen Kristen Bell Kristen Bell yeah I guess plays Anna in Frozen, but she dies. It's basically about her uh, journey in the afterlife. She goes yeah. to the good place, but it's it's funny. It's comedic. It's funny and it's thought provoking. It's and it's about philosophy. It's about in the end, it's about moral philosophy and how difficult it is to be a good person and one of <laughs> these people that are in the good place are actually tricked they're not really in the good place it's sort of a oh. a trick yeah they're actually belong in the bad place and it and you know um the woman um from saturday night live actually dramatizes god the one that does uh, kamala harris she's very funny but they ultimately they come to the conclusion that the world is so difficult, and it kind of brings up, uh, you know, this whole uh, global climate change thing, that the world is so difficult that no one can be actually good, a good person, because everything we do, we know, kind of harming somebody somewhere. That's interesting. Like, everything, literally all of our stuff is 
probably made with underpaid labor. Right, or yeah, this type of thing. Yeah. And yeah, and they start to realize this. So it's kind of interesting and it delves into a lot of this philosophy. You kind of feel like you're learning something also. So you want okay. to go into number three? Yeah, my number three, I just finished this one. It's called Money Heist. Honestly, it had four seasons. And after literally, I think every episode... I clicked next episode because I just couldn't wait to see what you happened. You were really wrapped up in it, this. It was, it was so good at leaving you at a cliffhanger. So it was. It's originally made in Spanish, so the voice. It's like English voiceover, which you don't really um, notice mm. that. Yeah. But um, it's about a group of outcasts who are all criminals. But in the first two seasons, they rob the Royal Mint of Spain. And then in the second two seasons, they rob um, the Bank of Spain. Mm-hmm. And they're criminals, but they're, they're good people. And then there's another group of people, the police, who are trying to catch them, you know, and who are trying to outsmart them. But the criminals are so smart. They planned out everything in their heist, their money heist. It, it's just, there's the guy, the professor, and he's like the mastermind, and he plans out everything. He's two steps ahead of the police for everything you know he he plants evidence for them to follow down paths and he's just so smart it sounds a little bit like oceans 11 that type of yeah thing. kind oceans of 13 kind and, of yeah. but um in both of the heists they hold hostages and they have relationships with those hostages towards the the who are the re- really good people and who are the really bad people because the the people of spain the people most of the world ends up being on the robber's side. How they got into the Royal Bank of Spain is they flew a blimp over Madrid and they dumped 140 million euros of cash to make chaos. Like that, yeah. And then they, that's how they got in. But like, they're they're like, they call themselves the resistance because they're resisting authority. And, you know, Mm. the, the people who, the white collar people who are really wealthy and are n- not very moral, but no one punishes right. them because right. they're the people in charge. So I picked Bosch for my third. You and Dad. Yeah, he got me into that. It's one of his favorites, and I, you know, I watched it with him the one season. And I think I could go back and watch some of the other seasons. The acting's really good. He he loves the murder detective homicide yeah. detective story so bosch harry bosch is a homicide detective in la set in modern times um a lot of nasty stuff's happening in la and this yeah. guy's working the, the dramatization of the police department so and bosch is kind of this hard you know no nonsense character a guy's guy and, you know, just plows along looking mm-hmm. for these bad guys. There's a lot of side stories. Some of the stories are tough to follow. It's the kind of show that, even though it's in English, I it's helpful for me to watch it in subtitles. Oh, I watch everything in subtitles. Because, yeah, people talk so fast mm-hmm. and some of the stories are so complicated. Yeah. And, you know, there are cops working on the inside and there are some bad cops. And Yeah. My number four is... It's Little Fires Everywhere. Do you remember when I watched that? Yeah, so it was about the friendship between the two women. No, no, no that's a different one. I on, I watched that and I was going to put it on my honorable mentions, but I forgot the name of it. So. Right, okay. Oh, but, Firefly Lane. That, oh, oh, okay. Um, but anyway, this, it's Little Fires Everywhere. Um, it's on Hulu. It's an eight-episode eight series. It's based off a book, which I haven't read the book, but I think it's probably pretty good, so I should. It's set in the 90s, and it's in, like, a small town in Washington, maybe? And there's a very traditional family. 
and Reese Witherspoon plays the mom of that traditional family. And then there's a mom and a daughter who come into town. And then Carrie Washington, who's a graduate of GW, actually, plays mm-hmm. the mom of the mom and daughter who come into town. And the mom and daughter are black and the traditional family is white. It explores the mother-daughter relationship. And the, the relationship between the white mother and her kids and the black mother and her child... And then the teenagers become friends, but the mothers don't really like each other. And then it's a whole dynamic. And then there's another level to it, which is the racial dynamic. And so the the black family is poorer and the white family is richer. But, you know, the the white family, again, is a little less... Likeable. (laughs) Yeah, less likeable. But the dad is pretty likeable. But it, it's really interesting, and it and it goes into the backstories of the mothers, and then there's a whole there's a like grand ending where that I didn't see coming. Yeah, I remember you watching this show. Now. Yeah, you didn't really like it, but you only saw the episode with the abortion. Well, I think I wasn't there a baby. Wasn't there uh, one one of the babies was adopted and and it was going to go back to the well, yeah that birth mother. Should, should and, I give the ending away? Like the, oh okay, the, it is that show. Yeah, well, the black I, mother basically stole her child. She was being a surrogate, and then she ran away with the kid. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you watching that show yeah. now. Yes. Okay, so, but and that's based on a book, you think? I know it is. Oh, okay. okay. Interesting. All right. Um, well, for my fourth, I guess I'm going to pick Virgin River. It's not... I don't think it's a great show, but it's uh, it's, it's a lot of drama, and I as I as I mentioned to you, I, I, I think it's like a little bit like candy... You know, it, it's easy yeah. to go down. It's kind of cute. It's, um, you know, it, there's just little dramas that happen, and the the lead characters seem to be nice people, and, and it, it it's reminiscent for me of another show which I liked in the '90s, which is Northern Exposure. Okay. And Northern Exposure is about uh, a doctor who gets his medical school paid for. But on the agreement, and I think they might still have this, they get their medical school paid for, but on the agreement that when they get their, their doctor, they, they go work anywhere in the country that needs them. And this That's guy was from New York. He became a doctor. And he, he goes got his to work dig- in Alabama or something? He goes to work in, in Alaska. He's, oh. he's, uh, he gets a, uh, a job in Alaska, and he has to go up there for three years, and it's really remote part of Alaska. The, he meets someone. Falls well, there's just all kinds of strange people there. <laughs> he does meet someone, but and there's chemistry, but, you know, he's from New York, you know, and she's uh, the pilot of the airplane, you know, delivering the mail in Alaska. So, but this show, Virgin River, sort of reminds me of that, this woman... She leaves Los Angeles and becomes a nurse in this northern California remote town up in the mountains called mm. Virgin River. Mm. And it's actually filmed in um, Vancouver. You know, she's a very urban person, but she has, for personal reasons, she goes and becomes a nurse. And it's, it's a very small town, and, you know, everybody knows each other. Everybody's up in each other's business and she has to try and navigate these <laughs> cultural changes. So I had my number five, and then I remembered This Is Us. Right. I was, I, I was waiting for This Is Us to come so, up. I, I, didn't, I don't have it here. And I, yeah, I don't have it on my top five either, but I guess it'll make my top five. So we, This Is Us is the only show that we've watched together the whole way through, I think. 
Yeah, I guess you could say that. So I remember when it came out in 2016. I remember the previews before it came out. Uh, it's on Hulu. We were watching it weekly until yeah. I went away. And it's then, on network TV. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's it's pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's, it's about... Uh, Again, I family. feel like most people would know about This Is Us, yeah, but that's maybe not. Sh- so we'll make it quick. It's about a couple who was pregnant with three kids, triplets, yeah. but one of them died in labor. So then they adopted another kid who was left at the hospital the day, the same day the kids were born. And that kid they adopted is black mm-hmm. and the rest of them are white. So it, it it's about them growing up in the 90s, I guess. And then it, it, it jumps back and forth between past and present so the future and future a little bit but um so the kids are like in their 30s with kids in the present and then in the past they're living family life with their parents right so that's a little yeah little thing about this is us yeah okay what's your fifth it's kind of an interesting show so my fifth is another one that we tend to watch together a lot, although we don't watch it religiously together, but I was wondering if it came on your list, The Great British Baking Show. Yeah, that was my number five before I Yeah, okay. This is us. I so, love that show. Yeah, I mean, it's I, 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 I enjoy it. It does get tiring watching all that productivity. I can only right. watch it once a week because right. I always want to make everything. And, and it's also kind of uh, a little frustrating when things go... Haywire is like... Oh, well, what I love about that show... So it's a baking... It's a reality TV show. Yeah. But it's it's, it's so refreshing because the it's all British people, obviously, and they're not really in competition with each other. They're just all trying to do their best, and everyone right. loves each other, and the hosts are funny. Yeah, I guess the American version is a little bit more competitive. Yeah, right? MasterChef, where you get chopped. This show, you're like... The hosts are like, and I hate doing this every week. Right. It Everybody gets harder gets and harder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're going home. And then everyone swarms them with hugs. Right. Yeah. Everybody's very supportive, even of the person who wins. Yeah. And it's like, oh, so yeah. happy for them. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like everyone comes back and they have a big like potluck or whatever. Right. But. Right. Yeah. So we go through phases with that, though. Yeah, I mean, we can go a long time without watching it. But it's mm-hmm. always a standby. You can always yeah. watch, turn on the Great British Baking Show and enjoy a good hour when you need yeah. to. And you don't have to enjoy baking to like it. Well, I guess not. I, guess, we, I, I don't do, think so. Uh, the, yeah, I mean, it's colorful. I do like the older um, hosts more than the new ones. I Well, I like both of them. But yeah. the new ones are... So weird. But yeah, they funny. do some outlandish things in the beginning, and I don't know. Okay, me. should we do honorable mentions? We can run through some honorable mentions if you want. So I'll go first, I guess. Sure. So, in no particular order, I have Dawson's Creek, which is a great show if you need a mindless show. Right. I watched it's six seasons. And each season has 24 episodes. It's so long. It's about high school, and then the kids go to college. It's... You were crying at the end of that one. You oh, were yeah, I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> well, the ending was so sad because someone, one of the characters died, and she yeah. was so young. It, but it was so sweet. Her death was... Because she, she had a newborn. Yeah, I remember. Anyway, yeah. what's your honorable mention? I have Mozart in the Jungle. It's about the the members of the New York Philharmonic Orchestra and the conductor. Um, yeah. 
and, and it has a lot of good music as well as some drama and a lot of scenery of New York City and okay. interesting people. Okay, my next one is Bridgerton. All right. Which have one. you watched that? No. It's a little bit raunchy. Yeah. Um, but it's so. again about British wealthy people. It's in the 1800s, I think. But it's about the the court of England. And right. it's a family. Well, there there are multiple families involved, but the main one, the Bridgertons, have I don't know a lot of kids, boys and girls. But it revolves around the oldest girl of the Bridgertons, and then the Duke, who's a very handsome man, who like wants to be a bachelor, but then they fall in love. And marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, I go oh yeah, hot and cold on that. That's a little bit. Uh, well, I mean, she tells a lot of off-color jokes. It's supposed to be based on the early life of Joan Rivers, of oh. course. It's good at times. The, the thing, it, I really enjoy Mrs. Maisel's parents. I think mm. they make the show. They're very funny and very dry wit. But it's an Emmy Award-winning show, so. Mm. Okay, one of my last honorable mention is Looking for Alaska. Um, it's a teenage drama, but it's based off of a John Green book. Oh, yeah, I remember that um, But they're at boarding school, basically, and it's just a bunch of kids at boarding school, and they're, they're the outcasts, and then they have fights with the popular people, and they play pranks, and they have a little hangout spot. Also, one of them dies at the end. Yeah, I just thought it was a good show. It's funny at times because they're, they're like the dean or the principal is like really, you know, after them and he has a mustache. And one of their senior pranks, it was so funny. I was laughing out loud. They had a speaker come who was supposed to be promoting abstinence and he was talking and he was actually a male stripper. And he stripped down and he started dancing. Um, well, I can't let the episode end without mentioning Antiques Roadshow. Ah, so especially you're, the British version. You're pulling at my heartstrings. It's very good. And again, we haven't watched it in a while, but it's always, you know, if you need to just sit down. Well, and it's a Sunday morning show. The Kaminsky Report about the two old guys. They haven't oh. done a third season, but that show can be very funny. Extraordinary Homes. Yeah. I think we went through all the seasons of Extraordinary Homes. Yeah, that homes. was a fun... That was, that's a fun... Be, that's another one, like, looking into the lives of the rich. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, that's it for our shows from Bridget and Margaret. So... Go drops. watch a few of them. If yeah. You, then if send you. us an email. Yep. Send us an email. SylvaniaGals at gmail.com. Yeah. If we get a chance, maybe we'll respond. Have we gotten any of this? <laughs> I have to go check. <laughs> bye bye.